Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Hello again. It is Crew Call. We are so glad you joined us. Presented by Flow Racing, the new home of NASCAR Roots with over 1,300 races streaming live. It's your new digital home track and a lot of neat stuff happening at Flow Racing. A lot of neat stuff happening in the NASCAR world as well. I'm Steve Post here in our MRN studios. Joining us via Zoom call, a 25-time winning crew chief and championship winning crew chief, Todd Gordon joins us. Hello, Todd. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Got over a what a spectacular weekend of racing at Michigan and looking forward to one of my favorite racetracks in Richmond. You know, there will be strategy and all those pieces. Just a great time to be a race fan. Yeah, it is. It really truly is Michigan. What I absolutely set aside the topsy turvy nature of the what what this did to the playoffs and the bubble and Martin Truex Jr. What I absolutely love we saw is that win for Kevin Harvick and Rodney Childers, I think every man and woman that has anything to do with that car at Stuart Haas Racing can take credit in that. When you go to Michigan, you got to have a fast car, aerodynamically, chassis, engine, everything's got to be good on the car. You had a strategy that Rodney put together. You had execution by the pit crew that pulled the strategy off. And man, that wheel man, when it comes time for the closer to gas it up, he did. Todd, that, that was a huge... That was a big statement win for everybody at Stuart Haas Racing. Yeah, it definitely was. And, and not a surprise to see Rodney and Kevin pull it out when, when all the chips are, are when their backs are against the wall. You know, we, we saw this a couple of years ago, three or four years ago, in a must-win situation at Dover, and they dominated the race. And um, there's few athletes in, in sports that can elevate another level when they, when they get in those situations. Kevin's one of those. And, and we saw it yesterday. I really felt like Richmond was going to be his opportunity to kind of knock that win out and, and, and turn this one upside down. But, uh, you know, Rodney, as you talked about, a team win. They, everything, all facets kind of entered into getting into the position. And once they got there, they were gone. And you got to watch, as I watched Saturday, really felt like the Toyotas had a lot of speed. I thought it was going to be a Toyota race only. And you got to watch the end of that race. And with 20 to go, I think, Four of the top five were, were winless. It was uh, it was it was interesting to see where this all could go. And then you, know, you talk about the Toyota strength on Saturday. Denny Hamlin to have a penalty to go back to 23rd and drive his way back to third in what 30 some laps. Um, incredible drive for them uh, that, that they've got to build off of going forward as, as to where their speed is. So uh, be fun to talk to Ben Bashore about where Toyota is and and where they're going forward because another guy that got caught up in a wreck there after the competition caution, but they were strong before that and, and felt like they were going to be a contender. Yeah. Ben Bayshore, Kyle Bush's crew chief will be our guest here. I, I want to go back. Kevin Harvick told us in victory lane, uh, you know, I asked where were you at the first portion of the race and what happened at the end? And the phrase that Kevin said is the pit strategy and not losing a lap put us in control of the race. Todd control of the race. It is a tough thing to achieve but with a driver like Kevin Harvick or a driver like Joey Logano that you had, control of the race late in the day has got to be, you got to put you as a crew chief, you got to put Rodney Childers in a really comfortable spot. 
Yeah, it definitely does. It definitely does. And, you know, it's a place where you can, it's so fast and so big that you can drive dirty air to people and make their cars worse. And, and we've seen this happen. I mean, you talk, you gave those two names, but Joey Logano ran a, con a complete fuel run at Kansas with Kevin Harvick on his bumper and, and didn't make a mistake for the run to win the race. It just, you can do that, it, but you've got to get yourself in position to do that. And it takes, as he talked about, not being a lap down, not having to take a wave around, being in a position where you, you put yourself back up front. The cars drive differently when they've got clean air on them. They, they just, arrow get, everything gets better. And uh, it's uh, to be up there in position, and, and they, they took advantage of it. They put themselves in a great position, and they executed beyond that. I think it ended That's with almost a four-second lead, uh, drove off, used that clean air. Um, a great accomplishment for that team, and one that, for us, what a great talking point for where these next three weeks are, because you're down now that the only car, the fourth place points car is not in the show right now. It's crazy. Unheard of. Yeah. The whole win and move on. Well, I mean, it's just, we, we're not even sure win and move on is going to work this year. You know, So it is fascinating. We've got Richmond, we've got Watkins Glen, and we got that wild card at Daytona. Can't even imagine what that is going to be like. Going to be fun, that's for sure. Great, great stuff. Ben Bayshore going to be our guest today. Before we get to that, we'd invite you to subscribe to Flow Racing, the home of NASCAR Roots. You can watch the NASCAR Wheel and Modifieds, Arkham Menard Series, Binties, and NASCAR Weekly Races on FlowRacing.com. Subscribe now. Over 1,300 events live and on demand. The headliner this weekend, well, it's not this weekend. It's actually next Tuesday night. This is going to be wild. The NASCAR Pinty Series is on a dirt track. Ashwikan Speedway, that's next Tuesday night. Throughout the weekend, we've got Autodrome, Granby, Jennerstown, Riverhead, Hickory, Bowman Gray Stadium, Meridian, Evergreen, Lacrosse, all on NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Racing Series on the home of NASCAR Roots Flow Racing. You can subscribe. Go to www.flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. Stay with us. Ben Bay Short joins. Napa! Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shins that eliminate noise for the life of the pad. Rubber-coated hardware for a better fit and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Napa! Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What's next? Welcome back. It is Crew Call presented by Flow Racing, the home of NASCAR Roots, your virtual and digital short track, your home track, flowracing.com. We are joined from over at Joe Gibbs Racing by Ben Bayshore, crew chief for Kyle Busch on that number 18 car. Hello, Ben. Welcome into Crew Call. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, it is great to catch up with you. 
Ben, I don't know where to begin here because it seems like to me you have very, very fast race cars and very, very little to show for it here recently. Half frustration, encouragement. How do you how do you assess where you guys are at with that 18 team? Yeah, it's it's been a tough summer for sure. Um, you know, had had some good runs here or some good speed, like you said, but just haven't been able to get finishes over the last couple of months. Um you know, I felt really good about where our program was, you know, and uh, say April, May timeframe, we were clicking off top fives, uh, got a win there at Bristol. And uh, yeah, this summer, June, July, August so far has just been a, a disaster. Um, you know, our road course program is not where it needs to be. And we've, we've been struggling there. Um, but it, it seems like the short tracks and the intermediate stuff, we've uh, we've had really good speed, just can't can't quite get the finishes right now. How do you keep the team morale kind of focused forward? Cause I, I mean, as a crew chief looking at it, you've had speed, there's performance there. You've been caught up in situations, many of which aren't your own. Um, how do you keep people focused on the positive side of that going through a, a, a really like couple months that you've been through here lately? Yeah, um, you know, thankfully we have a, an experienced team here that's you know, professional, you know, race car mechanics and engineers, and, and they've been through stuff like this before. Um, you know, it's, you know, obviously we're not getting the finishes, but these guys are, are continuing to work hard and, and putting really good stuff um, or taking really good stuff to the racetrack. So, yeah, I'm really proud of the team and, and them sticking together with everything we got going on over the last couple of months here to, to really just keep, keep their head down and keep focused on what's important. And, you know, we haven't had, knock on wood like any mechanical failures or, or mistakes by the team so that they've been rock solid you mentioned the performance i, I want to step back to michigan this week when, when when we got done with qualifying on saturday we are like holy cow the toyotas are just absolutely going to destroy everybody and obviously the cars were strong you guys were good until you got wiped out bubba was good over there at 23 11 and, and and denny was good obviously as well um when you look at these uh, these intermediate tracks, smooth tracks like we had, uh, it, it does look like that that this is a, a, a strength and a strong point for you guys. You were great at Kansas as well earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, between, uh, yeah, the last couple of intermediates and and before that, earlier in the year, like you said, we've had, we've had some good results, some good speed, lead laps, just, uh, you know, haven't quite been able to bring them home like, like we wanted to. You, uh, as you look forward in, in the outcome of this weekend, um, you know, Kevin Harvick winning, which we none of us saw happening and, and kind of developed during the race, but that puts one of your, puts your teammate in the 19 car out of the playoff picture at this point, still racing the 12 car uh, for that last position. How does that, how does that change within your, your organization? How does that change how you guys race each other with the importance of what the playoff points are going into this this kind of turmoil of an off season or playoff season, how, how does that change how you guys race and, and work together with each other? I know you do a lot, but going forward for these next three races. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously with 19 in the spot they're in, um, <clears throat> we're, we're for sure going to have to be cognizant of that. Not, you know, if he runs us down from a straightaway back at some point at Richmond, you know, just don't don't over, over race him or, or, you know, kind of let him go. Um, you know, you know, I'm confident in that 19 team. They're really good at some of these upcoming tracks, like 
like Richmond and, and Watkinsville and that Martin's super, super strong at those tracks. So uh, hopefully they can go out and, and click off a win here in the next couple of weeks and, and sort of put that to bed. You know, we, we talk about your teammates there with Martin Truex Jr. And, and then your satellite team or your partnership team with 2311. Um, you know, it looks like uh, Bubba and Booty Barker have certainly hit their stride. How important is it for a, for a mothership team, for Joe Gibbs Racing, to have a satellite team uh, perform to the level that, that, that right now the, the, that 23 car is? Yeah, I, th I think anytime you have more cars under your umbrella that you're able to share information with, and and the, with this being sort of a new car and, and everybody learning, you know, just more data coming in of, of good cars and, and guys making good decisions on their setups and, and stuff that we can learn from that. You know, it's just, it just accelerates the learning curve for, for everyone at Joe Gibbs Racing and uh, 23XI. And, and and to take that a little farther from the inside, what's what's your take on uh, on Ty Gibbs' performance in a substitution role there at the 45? From the outside, he's, he, I think he's done a phenomenal job of it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, everyone's kind of got an eye on him, rooting for him in the Xfinity races, and then for him to come over it in, at the cup level and and sort of hit the ground running there. It's, I mean, it really shows his talent level. That, you know, last week in Michigan, he had great speed. Um, unfortunately, they had a, uh, you know a late race error there that kind of knocked them out of contention or, or a shot out of top five. But yeah. Um, yeah, he's sort of thrown into a difficult situation there, and it seems like he's doing really well. Yeah, yeah, he really has, that's for sure. Ben, when we look overall at everything over there at Joe Gibbs Racing, of course, the, the elephant in the room is, is Kyle, contract, sponsorship, yada, yada, yada. Um, what types of things does that do? How does that impact you as the leader of that team, keeping everything pointed in the right direction, getting cars? Just, just how does that impact you guys? You know, it's not much different than what we talked about earlier with, you know, having finishes that are getting crashed out. You know, it's it's just being professional and and putting the best cars on the track every week and not and try not to stay caught up in that. You know, just the best thing we can do is go out and, and finish well, um, you know, and and prove that we're a top flight organization that that can go out and help land a big sponsor or, or and get some of these contracts things done. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, you guys are, are all cap capable of that and, and have had great runs with it. Expect it to come forward. As we look forward this weekend to Richmond, uh, except for Atlanta, which kind of is his own creature, Richmond's the first time you get to go back to a racetrack and have somewhat of a notebook. How do you think that'll change a race weekend? Yeah, uh, pretty, kind of looking forward to that. Um, you know, the first Richmond race, we had okay speed on the short run and really struggled, you know, late in runs. Um, so, so having a notebook there, like you said, being able to adjust off of uh, previous notes and, and look at teammates data and what worked and what didn't work. And then, you know, we've had some re more recent races, uh, Gateway, Loudon, you know, more similar type tracks to, to learn from there and just trying to take all those notes and apply them to Richmond and, and, you know, hit the ground running and, and try to, improve on what where we were weak at the first race and and elevate the speed at the same time ben as a pit road reporter for mrn i absolutely positively love strategy races now i have a headache by the time we get done with strategy races <laughs> with different pit sequences and richmond is one of those tracks you know you have the stage lengths the way they are split it in half split it in thirds 
Um, and, and, and obviously there's some situational things that happen with cautions and everything. How do, how do you go into a weekend like this? Do you, do you have a hard, fast plan? Does Carp, what all are the variables that help you determine how that's going to play out for your team? Yeah, I think, you know, you kind of have to know what your strengths are. If your strengths are a long run car, you may hedge your strategy one way and your strength is a short run car. Um, you know, and maybe you don't really know that until lap 50 of the race in that first stage. So, you know, you, you kind of go in with, with a couple different game plans, I guess, and, and sort of lay out the race, you know, um, me and the engineers kicking around ideas all week of what if a caution comes out here? What if a caution comes out here? Um, what if we lose our track position? You know, just coming up with some scenarios of, of you know, where cautions would fall and, and different situations on where, how your speed is compared to the leaders or, or your track position, or, you know, just trying to play out some different scenarios and come up with a game plan you know, ahead of time. And, and when, you know, you get presented with a different situation that you weren't really prepared for, you know, just adapting to it on the fly. So um, yeah, it, it's a big, it's a moving target to answer your question. And, and you might not even know till, till that 50 of the race on, on how your car is doing. Is a race that like this, that has tons of op options and opportunities. Is it one that you look forward to as a crew chief or, or, or dread as a crew chief? No, I think you look forward to it. it. It opens up the playbook for for what you what you can do, and you know makes it a little bit more interesting from a weekly planning standpoint, where it's not, you know, it's not just cut and dry. I, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it, it it's fun challenge for sure. With the exception of maybe the black cloud that seems to be over you guys, with with the <laughs> luck portion of it, we have Richmond, we have Watkins Glen, and Daytona. What are a couple of things that you want to check off? on your team, on your performance that, 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 that can get you confident or add to your confidence going into the playoffs? What are you looking for in these next three weeks? Yeah, um, you know, our, our weaknesses have been the road courses. So, so going into Watkins Glen and trying to get, you know, keep, keep building our notebook and, and see if we can learn something in Watkins Glen to be able to carry that into the Roval. Um, you know, Richmond being sort of the last short track before the chase, we got to, you know that's going to help us learn for for some of the um, for some of the uh, you know Phoenix you know just just keep developing that short track program because that that's when it really matters um, yeah so just keep learning here the last couple of weeks uh, you know if we can go for a win and, and try to build some playoff points you know that'll be important to uh, help us carry a little bit you know a little bit of that cushion in case we do have problems you know early rounds of the playoffs. You talk about the rounds of the playoffs. As you look forward in the rounds of the playoffs, what stands out to you, and and how do you think that it'll be different this year with the inconsistency we've seen throughout the field? Yeah, yeah, I think you know it's the the field the parity level obviously with this new car is super tight. Um, so it's going to be down to execution and and being there at the end of the races and, and getting all the good finishes. You know, maybe maybe you miss the setup. One week here or there, you just have to, you got to finish, you got to, you know, knock out those top tens in the early rounds and, and you know, the last couple of rounds, you got to be top five. Um, so it's going to be, you know, a combination of, of performance and, and finishing and, and avoiding the bad stuff. Do, do you feel like 
consistency will carry you farther through. Maybe, maybe even without a win, you can find your way into the final four that way. You know, I, I think you've seen that in the past as consistency gets you to that, that round of eight, uh, the round of, once you get to that final four, you, you have to perform, uh, you know, it's, it's top five every week. Um, with the exception of some guys that, you know, can knock out a, a win at, at some of the intermediates. You look at that final round, I think, what is it, Homestead? Uh, I'm sorry, I gotta look at my, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Vegas, Homestead, Martinsville. Uh, you have two intermediates there. So, so obviously, you know, that's our strength right now. So we're gonna have to make hay at those two tracks to, uh, you know, hopefully carry us through Martinsville, which was a, a big struggle for us at, at the start of the year. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, what's the latest on Martinsville? Have we have we have, you know there's there was a test session and are are we are we anywhere closer on figuring out what's going on in Martinsville, Ben? Yeah, I think uh, I think they are. I think um, it'll be a new tire um, with the same body combination as we had in the spring. It'll be the the normal uh, same thing we're bringing to Richmond here. Um, but but they did do uh, we were, we were at the tire test. Um, uh, what was that? A month or so ago. Uh, yeah, they're bringing a, a new softer tire, I think, back. Um, it's something that we didn't have at the tire test, so they're going to try the organizational test and and see if uh, hopefully that has a little bit more fall-off and makes the cars a little bit more racy. Anything addressing gear gear changes, or or they they sticking with that? It's just a tire change. Um, you know, I, I haven't been involved in the organizational test planning too much, so... <laughs> I, yeah, I'll have to look at my my notes here, but um, that was on the table. We talked about we all brought uh, at the tire test. I think it was it was three cars. We were on a, a different gear than the other two, just trying it out, trying to hit different RPM targets. So I think I I don't remember what the final result was there. I think they are going to bring a little bit more gear than what they had previously. Um, so so that should help. You know, maybe it cuts down a little bit of the shifting early in a run. Yeah. I think the fact that it's on the table is kind of the encouraging part. That's that's kind of the part that's like, okay, let's let's let, let's address it and go forward. Ben, yeah. before we cut you loose here, I want to go off track with you just a little bit. We talked a little bit last year when you came on the show about your background, a non-sprint car racer from York, Pennsylvania, which yeah. I don't know that there. I think you're the one. Um, but what I found fascinating is you have had along this journey your cousin uh, R.J. Um, he's been a mechanic with you at Bruco. He's been over at Joe Gibbs racing. What's it, what's it been like a kid from Pennsylvania coming down here and, 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 and having someone so close to you on this entire journey, you and RJ, that that's gotta be a neat, neat brotherhood friendship that you have there with him. Yeah, yeah, it has. Absolutely. We, we grew up racing together. We, um, you know, our family had a, a farm back there in Pennsylvania. He, he lived on one side of the farm. I lived on the other. So. We, we spent a lot of time over the years together and, um, you know, over the last 20 years racing together, he's actually on our team. He's a setup plate mechanic for us and the 11. Um, so, you know, we get to interact every day and, and it's, you know, living 500 miles away from the rest of our family. You know, it's nice to have family in the area and, and kind of have somebody to lean on from that, from that standpoint. Yeah. It's, it's been a fun journey. Talk, talk a little bit about, and this is one of those things that I think it's always good to get the perspective, but talk a little bit about your journey. Uh, you know, Pennsylvania kid that, that goes to school at, I think, Virginia Tech, and then the moves and the, the commitments to, to get yourself into racing. Uh, you're, you talked a little bit about 
first first off, I think you were out to Bruco, which is was based out of then Campbellsville, Kentucky back then, wasn't it? And and the moves you had to make have kind of followed this dream you've got. Yeah, yeah. So so out of college, I moved down here to North Carolina and just sort of honestly just knocked on doors. I didn't have a job. I worked, um, you know, at, at the time Hooters Pro Cup was was around, just sort of trying to get any kind of experience I can through that. Um, and then uh, got a job at Randy McDonald Motorsports for a couple months. Um, you know, sort of a you know lower budget uh, push team at the time. Just trying to get all the experience I can. Moved over to Bruco. Um, you know, at, at those smaller teams, you know, it's it's sort of a nice apprenticeship um, in terms of you get to work as a shot guy uh, on the setup plate, pull down rigs, um, being sort of a race engineer. Uh, doing data acquisition, you kind of have to do a little bit of everything, and and that that really helps, you know, in the long run. Where you know, if I had started on a a cup team, you're sort of pigeonholed to one job. Everyone's a little bit more focused in specific roles. You know, it's nice to kind of get all that, you know, uh, even over the wall experience. Um, that uh, you know, at least you can relate when you, when you get to this level of. Have you, you've kind of done that same job and you have a little bit broader knowledge of the entire race car instead of just one specific uh, aspect of it. Neat stuff. It really truly is. I love following the journeys of, uh, of, of you guys and how you made it. Uh, a running back at Central York, conference high, 22 touchdowns, unbeaten championship season. So, uh, man, you were a two-sport guy. What was, what was, was, was the football not quite there? Is that why the racing kind of, uh, kind of took the <laughs> upper hand? Or where, what, what was the choice there? Yeah, um, I, I think I finished uh, my high school season at 160 pounds. Um, so uh, being a college running back, that was going to be a little bit of a stretch. Um, so, yeah, I just went more of the racing route there, the engineering racing route. Um, it, you know, that, that was two of my passions growing up was, was football and racing. So it was a tough decision, to be honest. I was on the fence of, of trying to do like a Division two or Division three uh, uh, football program, but uh, ended up going the engineering route and, uh, hopefully <laughs> turned out a little bit better, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, I would say it worked out well. Do you still follow football a lot? Are you a football fan? Yeah. I, uh, the 18 team every year we do a, a fantasy football thing. So that kind of keeps you involved in, in watching it. Um, uh, you know, I'm hoping to get back to a Virginia tech football game at some point just to watch. I think there's a couple Thursday night games this year. Um, you know, only being a couple hours here from Charlotte, but should be able to make one or two of those. That is awesome. Really, really cool stuff. Ben, what a pleasure to chat with you. We uh, we appreciate your time. We wish you the best at Richmond. It's fascinating sport that we have. You go to Richmond and you win the race, and it's a total different world. It's kind of topsy-turvy, <laughs> it seems like. We wish you the best up there, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. There we go. Ben Bayshore joining us from up at Joe Gibbs Racing, crew chief. For Kyle Busch on that number 18 car. Stay with us. More crew call in just a moment. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. 
crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome back. It is Crew Call presented by Flow Racing, the home of NASCAR routes with over 1,400 races. You can stream live and on demand. You can subscribe today at flowracing.com. Todd Gordon, Steve Post here. Todd, uh, always love catching up with our crew chief friends and uh, Ben Bayshore. A lot of challenges up there, a lot of things going on, but it seems like he's he's managing that ship pretty well up there. Yeah, focus forward on on what they've got, and they've got they've got speed. You know, that's that's the piece you can go back and look at. They haven't had the the results they wanted the last eight races, but like he talked about, they had a great start this summer and. Um, this week, last past weekend at, at Michigan, they had speed. They were up there. They just got caught up in in a situation that that, that happened in front of them, as several did. So, um, you know, he's he's a good leader uh, moving forward. What they've got, uh, got the team that's focused on the right things, and uh, it'll be fun to watch to see see how they they come through these last three races and, and approach Richmond this weekend. Yep. Stay tuned. We'll see what happens with it. You mentioned Richmond this weekend. Motor Racing Network going to be up there all weekend long. Saturday, 5 o'clock Eastern time. It is the NASCAR Cup Series practice and qualifying show. Saturday night, 7.30, under the lights, the Worldwide Express 250 for the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. And Sunday afternoon, the Federated Auto Parts 400 for the NASCAR Cup Series up at Richmond at the old fairgrounds there in the capital city of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Todd, always a pleasure. I know you and I both love Richmond because of the different strategies. Man, we'll be we'll be watching this thing and trying to figure out what everyone's doing. It's going to be a fun weekend up there. Yeah, what a great race it was in the spring, uh, watching the two different strategies come down to like five laps to go, which one was going to win. Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick slicing up through the field on a, on a two-stop strategy, uh, trying to chase down Martin Truex in, uh, in, in the 24 car. Uh, who was kind of hanging on to that lead, not knowing where it all fall out. And, and a mistime that, you know, there's so much to that strategy piece. And like Ben talked about, the untimely caution can change those strategies as they go along. Be a great race to watch and see where that whole strategy, the chess game plays out for these crew chiefs. And then you lay out where we're at. You mentioned four teams, the 24, right now they're struggling. What they would do to get a win. The 19 obviously needs to get a win. The 11, Lord knows what's going on over there. Good days and bad days and going half mad days. And the four car gets two in a row. That turns all of our perception upside down. And who knows, someone else will get in the middle of it as well. So that's going to do it for this edition of Crew Call. We appreciate Ben Bayshore joining us up at Joe Gibbs Racing. For Todd Gordon, I'm Steve Post. Thanks for joining us here on Crew Call, the home of NASCAR Roots, your digital racetrack with over 1300 races streaming live you can find out more at www.flowracing.com thanks for joining us everyone